about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Hello and welcome to this week's program. This program is called All In With The Lord. And I like to interview different businesses on this program. And today I have a very special guest, Michelle Hummer. And Michelle, thank you for taking time to be with us today on the program. The Lord has used you in so many miraculous ways helping people. You know, and let's start out, just give us an overview. First of all, what's the name of your business? And give us a little overview of what you do. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me here, Art. I appreciate it. My name is Michelle Hummer, as Art said, and my company name is Mayday Mentoring. I do something called quantum biofeedback, which is a type of frequency therapy. Um, NASA use the, uses this uh, technology and has since the 50s, so it's been around a long time. It is FDA approved, so the Federal Drug Administration recognizes it as a medical device. So I use this program to find out where your inac inaccuracies are, um, to see where there's uh, low energy in your body. And then we run a diagnostic test and it feeds frequency to the client. Uh, then we fe feed frequency to the client. And then I use what I see on the report um, to help somebody become or have a stronger union with Jesus. It can be medical. It can be like physical, emotional. It can be spiritual, relational. There's all types of issues that we deal with at Mayday Mentoring. Well, the interesting thing to me is, and, and I talk about this a lot, is quantum biofeedback. I mean, biofeedback frequencies. I mean, everything in life is vibrating at a frequency. And for you to talk about that, and I'd like to get you to talk about it because I, I mean, we talk about how to get closer to the Lord. Well, God is operating at a frequency. God calls himself the father of light. Right. So light is energy. It is. Which is frequency, which translates to frequency. Amen. So when we think of somebody that is in distress, mm -hmm. Of any kind. I mean, they could just be uh, totally messed up from a relationship or they could be totally just uh, tired all the time. The, their frequency is messed up, right? I mean, somehow it's in a, it's in a vibration. It's, a, it's something they're putting out, something they're giving off is not right. Right. If they're either at a, I would say they're at a low frequency. There's a dissonance. There's, um, there's not harmony inside the body. So maybe somebody looks like they're handling stress well, or they're, they can look like they're doing well, but on the inside, you don't really know what their thoughts are. You don't really know what they're saying to themselves. You know, self-awareness and self-talk is huge in your mental and spiritual life in your walk because you can't think negative thoughts and have a positive life. <clears throat> Can you think of any examples that you are not only say currently working with, that have worked with people that when you bring up, do they know their frequency is off? I mean, is that something you have to start at ground zero and explain? Oh, everybody's so different because um, everybody comes in at a different place. So some people are <clears throat> really Christian and, you know, they think they're really doing a good job legalistically following the rules. Um, and they're usually wore out. They're used, that's like a strategy the devil uses is to wear people out. I mean, they talk, uh, 
Jesus talks about that in the Word. So if you can wear somebody out, you literally are taking their life force energy. And what the devil likes to do is he brings in, ushers in fear, which is a low vibration. And so if he can get you into a fearful state, <clears throat> then you start becoming a match to other um, low vibrations. So fear is, he needs fear to consume on. So I don't know, we throw the word narcissist around a lot in society right now, but that's really, he's the original narcissist in on this planet because he, a narcissist is somebody who sucks the life out of you. They take your energy. They don't care about anything other than themselves. And that's what the enemy does. He is, he has to have you in fear in order to feed on you because he can't feed, he can't get his energy from the light source, which is God the father of light. So he has to eat on fuel himself by eating on something or feeding on something. And that's human beings. And it's done with fear. It's interesting because now fear of any kind, <laughs> any kind in anyone <laughs> starts, I think, with a thought. Sure. So these thoughts come through. Now, you know, we talk about what, you know, whatever two people agree as to touching anything, it's done. So what happens when two people agree on the negative? The same exact thing. It's the same. Only in the reverse. Only in reverse. Right. What right? do they say? The saying is faith, fear is faith in reverse. Right. It really is. So, so fear thoughts. So today, if you turn on the news mm -hmm. or if you turn on anything that's going on, uh, out there in the world, it is loaded with thoughts, if you want them, right. of fear. Right. So when someone says, ah, I, I buy into that, or I believe that, what happens to them physically? I mean, so it it's coming into their mind, <clears throat> they're taking it as that, I mean, let's take the pandemic. How many people are still walking around <clears throat> afraid of getting uh, anything left over from the pandemic, sure. wearing a mask or, or hiding in a corner or not going out to eat on purpose because there's too many people there. So those kind of thoughts open you up to something and it changes your frequency. Now, your frequency affects your immune system and everything, yes, right? Absolutely. I think um, Caroline, Dr. Caroline Leaf talks a lot about what fear really does. And, you know, it, it enacts or it opens up different areas of the brain. So it, she talks about that it gives you brain damage when you stay in a negative thought pattern or you have fearful thoughts. And God talks about in his word, he says, take every thought captive and make it be obedient to Christ. So you're not just at a whim to think or let every thought that comes to you in your mind, you're not supposed to let that take root. And I believe that's why, because he was saying, if you let the fearful thoughts in, you're it's like the devil knocking on the door. You open it, he comes right in. He's not leaving without you pushing him out. So if you can resist the devil at his onset, he will flee. Amen. So if you can resist that thought right out of the gate. So what I'd like to bring out, because this is your specialty, <clears throat> when, when I talk about the fact that you allow the enemy to control yourself, to control you, to get in your own way. Yeah. You're, it, by taking those thoughts, mm -hmm. there literally is a vibrational change in your being. You are changed because now you are thinking fearful thoughts, which result in a chemistry, a body chemistry yes. mm -hmm. that affects every part of us. Yes. It, it affects our immune system. It affects the way we feel, our energy. Mm -hmm. So here come you, you with Mayday Mentoring, right? And you have a, a, a machine from that NASA actually developed right. and used to help offset that frequency temporarily. Well, it, it doesn't offset it. What it really does is, let's say the, the word fear comes up on your profile and you're in fear. 
Can they actually see that? You can actually see that when I you do. Can. You can see it. Can, right? Yes, sir. Um, and I feed frequency to the word fear. What I'm doing is I'm bringing it to a level field and I'm giving your body a chance to do its own healing. So when I feed the frequency to you, the reason I'm feeding the frequency is to help your body heal itself. Yeah. So people who are walking around afraid of anything are really hurting themselves. Sure. And and that's why the Lord must says so many times throughout the Bible too. It says, you know, don't fear, do not fear, don't fear. Well, you know, there's something real interesting I'd like to bring up because I have a lot of clients who they the majority are female who come and say, I think I have anxiety and depression. And then after working with them like six or eight weeks, I'm like, no, you don't have depression or anxiety. You're actually in an abusive relationship. And whether that's you know, with their spouse, uh, parental, if it's with their employer. Um, but usually what I find is a lot of my cases that people think they have anxiety and depression, it's actually not anxiety and depression disorder. It's their bodies trying to tell them, like if they're being mistreated, your body gets anxiety to tell you that there's something wrong. It's supposed to be pointing the finger at the relationship so you'll look at it so you'll deal with it. So what some people will do is they think that they have anxiety and depression, and then they want to medicate the anxiety and depression instead of dealing with what is causing the anxiety and the depression. So they're hiding from the issue. Yeah. I mean, there is yeah. a chemical uh, imbalance with some anxiety and depression, but that's not the majority of people who are calling me for help. The majority of people actually have other issues in their life that are causing the anxiety and depression, and the anxiety is there to point the finger <clears throat> at what is going on so they'll deal with it. Wow. And and that, I want to make sure we're clear on this. If someone is listening to this or watching this and you feel these you uncontrollable, you can't control it. It's just like it's overtaking you, this fear. Right. Okay, there's help and there's people like Michelle and what they do that can help you to get some relief while, but the bottom line is while, you, you, you change who you are with the Word of God. Yes, we retrain your mind. My, my catchphrase is, we retrain your mind one layer at a time. Because we have to renew your mind and get you into union with Christ. So that at the end of you working with me, the goal is for you to be able to um, be in close enough union with Jesus that you don't need someone else to tell you what's happening or how to work through something. It says in the Word that the Holy Spirit is our counselor. So the way that I've learned what I've learned is through the Holy Spirit and through God and Jesus. It isn't through outside of myself. It's it's with the trio, the, the Father, Father Son, and Holy Ghost. Right. Um, and that's what I'm trying to train other people to do as well. You know, the machine is a great help because it can help take the edge off. But ultimately, what you're going to need to do is be able to grow in your relationship with Jesus and re renew your mind. What did NASA originally develop this for? To work on astronauts while they were in outer space. So they, they, because they thought they might have issues. It's you know, dark. it's dark. You know, you're out of sync with with life, right? I can't imagine what they go through. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. So let's talk more about the the frequency thing because we talk, you and I talk a lot, and we talk about quantum physics. Mm -hmm. We talk about how prayer works. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know a lot of people say. They pray and they're expecting they're expecting a miracle to happen, uh, but then there's this issue of themselves because <laughs> we're the way I like to say is wherever I go I got to take me with me <laughs> so, right so true right so I want to make sure I'm the best me 
right? That you can be. Uh, you can be, and that's one of your slogans as well. So tell us about that. Be the best. Hel- helping you become the best me that God created you to be. That is also one of the other thing, other slogans that I have. Um, the, like I said, the whole goal is to get you to be self-aware, to go inside of yourself, because that is where the Holy Spirit lives. And in my opinion, I look at the Holy Spirit as that is the energy or the frequency part of God that lives with us all the time. So if it says in the Word, and it does, that the Holy Spirit is supposed to be our counselor, and we're counseling with the Holy Spirit. We are counseling with God inside of ourselves. And it's great to have counsel outside, don't get me wrong. But for the majority of things that you got, because we are to be asking questions all day, every day. That's how I live my life. I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Or, oh, I like that. Or I'm always talking to him in the inside of me. So um, the goal is for you to be getting that 24 hour a day counsel from the Holy Spirit, which is God himself. Amen. And he's the highest frequency that you can, that there is, because like I said, he calls him. He calls himself the Father of Lights. This woman is one of the people I trust that does this type of work, and she knows what she's talking about. If you're experiencing fear or trauma or anything, it could be it could be in a relationship, a a a, a marriage relationship or whatever. And um, I, you know, how can two people? I'm going to ask you a pointed question. How can two people get close to each other? When in fact they're pushing each other apart. Or they can't. <laughs> they can't, right. They cannot. So so how do you advise someone who who says, Boy, I woke up and figured out that I'm married to the wrong person. Or, or there's not that synergy that I was hoping for in that relationship. Where do they start? Well, first I would they start with themselves. They start with their own heart and their own relationship with Jesus because I can't know whether somebody's supposed to be with somebody or not. Only God knows the inner workings right. of a person's heart and mind. So I would say, come and let's work on you and your own heart and your relationship with God and Jesus, because he will show you where to go. He will lead the way and open it up once you start to focus on your self-awareness. A lot of times people end up in bad relationships because they were trained that way as a child and they don't even know that they're reenacting their childhood with the person that they're married to. See, that happens, I think, a lot, right? If we can deal with, go to the heart of some of those issues and deal with some of that stuff, they can get, you know, either their marriage turns around or they leave, (laughs) one or the other, (laughs) which isn't ever up to me. It's only ever up to what what the Lord is. Or or what his divine plan is for that that person. Because if someone refuses to change and it can't be their fault, it's always got, and, and that's what happens too. People point at they're always the victim. Yeah. <laughs> right? If I'm the victim. Most of the time, we're the victim of we're, ourselves. We're the victim of ourselves, right? So <laughs> Our decisions. If we're the victim, and, and in order to get you, you to the point where, and, and that's what this being all in is about. Being all in with the Lord is to get free from all of the fear and anxiety and all of that that stops you from believing whatever you're praying for. Because... I am of a mindset that whatever two or more agree on, it's done in the quantum world except for interruption. Well, and your heart belief. Sometimes I took some training with Susan Bowman, and she has a wonderful book out, which I'll have to, if anybody would like the information on, I can get you that. Um, Pool Ministries is the name of her um, organization. And she, I did 
a very long training with her on heart healing. And it's amazing how you can find out some heart beliefs that you have and release those. And when you have like made a vow in the Bible, it says, let your yes be yes and let your no be no. Anything beyond that is from the evil one. So we make vows in our heart. I'll never let somebody treat me that way. Well, now we're opening, we've got an open door to the enemy all the time. Because once we take that vow, he's going to make sure that he helps us break whatever that vow is and enforce it so that we're on this little hamster wheel. We're, we're in this tug and pull all the time. And it causes us to be in chaos and torment hmm. when we have these heart belief systems that we don't even know are there. Wow. So I also help people find out because if I'm doing, you know, six or eight weeks of work on somebody, I have a theme that keeps coming up. Now, that's not always true. Sometimes people move right through it. But if I start seeing a theme, then we have to start doing heart work. Like what is the heart belief and how do we remove the blockage that's there so that we can get the frequency that I'm giving them to work? Mm. Well, you know, I, I think it's all about us getting free. Yes, absolutely. And and no matter what it is, like if you have a, a, a financial issue or a relationship issue, every day you wake up thinking of that. Of that. Mm -hmm. And that begins a process where if you let it go, it gets stronger and stronger. It and takes your personal power away is what happens. The enemy uses those things to rip, take your personal power away. And I think it's Luke 10, 19 that says, We're your we have authority to trample over serpents, scorpions, and over all demonic forces. If we don't have any personal power, we're not going to be trampling on any serpents or scorpions. No, we're going to be running from right. it. <laughs> and, 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 and so it's very important to address yourself if your prayers aren't being answered or you don't feel like you're living the, the best life you should be living for the Lord, there's something internal. We have yeah. to always go back to what it is in ourselves that we can get to make better. Now, the one way to do this is to replace what you think with what God says. Yes. And, and I know for a fact that Michelle uses this process totally where you take God's word and you begin to meditate on that until you drive away those old thoughts or change, transform, however God, uh, however the Lord can allow it to happen within you, because everybody's different. Yes, and I can testify, the reason my business is called Mayday Mentoring is because mentoring means you walk somebody through something you have actually gone through yourself. So when you're doing the sessions, I will give you personal testimonies of what, how God told me to do what he told me to do and how that got me set free. And I will walk through those examples with you when we have sessions. Yeah. And, and so to have a coach or to have a person like Michelle and Michelle, I know, how do people contact you? I mean, if somebody is hearing this and they, they, re, they want to reach out and just even just take the next step to find out if if what you're saying is everything they need help with. Sure. What are, how do they get a hold of you? Well, you can call me for a free consultation at 272-800-8021. You can email me at maydaymentoring.com or at maydaymentoring at gmail.com. And it's spelled M-A-E-D-A-E-M-E-N-T-O-R-I-N-G at gmail.com or mayday.net and that's spelled m-a-e-d-a-e -E dot n-e-t and, and if for any reason uh you're watching this instead of hearing it on the radio um then the website and the contact information will be on the screen so now let's talk about a personal relationship between two people who do agree but maybe they don't agree enough maybe they they kind of are so both busy 
that they don't take the time to really invest in one another. Uh, do you ha offer any kind of consulting or help with that? Well, give me, I need a little more clarity. Well, in other words, everybody, everybody thinks they're good the way they are. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> well, sure. Uh, well, we, we all need to grow. Right. Okay. Right. I, I know I need to grow. Right. Okay. I, I Steel sharpens steel. So if you're married to someone who thinks they're pretty great, that's good. And, and if you think you're pretty great, that's good. But now how do those two people come together in a way that they can help each other grow more? You know, do you Oh, there's lots of ways. I mean, we you know, they can learn how to pray over each other, pray in the spirit together. There's a lot of ways they can continue to grow because we are on a journey our whole lifetime. We never really arrive at anything so or any destination really until we're we're with Jesus. So we can always grow. <laughs> so you mentioned something, praying in the spirit. Yes. Okay, so praying in the spirit. Uh, tell us about that, and and just about how you how you see that. I um, I see that as your own personal language between you and God, and the enemy can't hear what you're saying, so he can't strategize against whatever your prayer is because it's your language with with um with God. It's your own private language. You don't even know what what is even being said. Now, sometimes I don't know about you, but I know I can get a theme. You know, there are times I've, you know, I'm sure you've prayed for your children um, and you know there's a theme to that, but you don't know exactly what it is. And um, I, I believe you are sending a direct frequency to God when you are praying in the Spirit. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you. So do you think when you're praying in the Spirit that it changes your frequency? So let, let's say, yes, absolutely. let's say before, let's say you and I were praying in the Spirit mm -hmm. and prior to that, you had all your thoughts about the day and everything yep. that's going on. And I had all my thoughts and everything's bombarding us because people were waiting for us to talk to us. Right. And But then we pray in the spirit. Say you and I did that together. Okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and and so when we pray in the spirit, it sort of frees us mm -hmm. from all of the garbage that's yeah. trying to tell us what to think. Yes. And I, I find myself in a situation where it's very soothing very relaxing, and it has to change our frequency, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I think it was the Wall Street Journal that did, they actually did an investigation on this. I don't know how many years ago, but you could Google um, the article. They were trying to um, prove, I believe it was Pentecostal people. They wanted to see, like, was this a real thing? And they did find it. They did actual tests on people and did find it is a real thing. There is a brain, a part of the brain that activates when you pray in the spirit. So that's pretty fascinating. And if you want to look that up, just Google that. So Michelle and I have been practicing that. Yes. And it is a very powerful, very powerful way to disengage from the world and re-engage and re-change. I think you become more bulletproof when yes. you pray in the spirit. Now, some people say, well, what does that mean, praying the spirit? You know, speaking in tongues or what does that mean? Um, I I'm not sure exactly how to describe that, but maybe you have a few words I for that. I would say it seems, it's just, it sounds like gibberish. Um, you're not, it doesn't really make any sense, but once you start doing it, it literally just flows very easily. And you do, you kind of get into a zone and you definitely are increasing your frequency because, you know, how many times have we been, we've done praying in the spirit? You get on the phone, we talk a few minutes and after we're done, our 
our state of mind and our being are completely different. Our attitude, our emotions, just the calmness and more ready for the day, no matter what comes. You feel like you actually are able to, um, like you have a shield of protection. It's almost like we're living out the Lord's Prayer. We are. Because it, that's how it feels. Like, I'm going to pray your will into my life because God's will is better than whatever ours is. I learned that a long time ago. <laughs> so we might as well let him have the reins. So that's how I look at praying in the Spirit is letting God have the reins of my life. And we're praying into the day. Yeah. And and so Michelle and I have been experimenting because when two people pray in the Spirit like this, it definitely makes a difference. And we, I would never tell tell people to do something if I didn't try it myself. And when you can find a partner to pray in the Spirit with, where there's no personal agenda, but it is simply to come together in the Spirit of the Lord and pray in the Spirit and take all those things that you need answers to and submit them in front of yourself to the Lord and let that praying in the Spirit handle it. Uh, Because I don't really, you know, I talk to God in my head throughout the day, but I don't pray about a lot of stuff with words out loud anymore because if I'm already praying in the Spirit, I need his will to come in. He already knows what my desires are. So I don't, I'm not poignant about, I need this, I need that, I need this. I let him unveil that to me as after I've prayed in the spirit. And I do the same. And what happens is from, goes from praying specifically like for one thing. Like let's say I need $100. Instead of like when I first started to pray, I would ask for $100. Now I pray in the spirit. He already knows I will need the $100 or he always know, he knows what my financial needs are and his plan for me. So I just, I trust because I'm praying in the spirit, I trust that he is going to meet those needs. And he does. And he does. That's the best part. And, and, <laughs> and that's the best part. <laughs> well, and, and I, and again, the, sometimes they're very large things we need answered prayer for. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we don't have a clue how to pray. The Bible tells us we don't know how to pray. Right. So to find someone who you can pray with in the spirit is, I think, one of the greatest gifts that you can get from the Lord. Because again, it can't, it's not, it's not a one-upmanship. It's, it's none of that. It's more like a total surrender. And when two people surrender to the Lord and don't try to outshine each other or anything like that, but just surrender to the Lord, the results, we don't even, in the quantum world, now remember, in the invisible world, which there is an invisible world. Right. There's an energetic world. And it's waiting for you to do something to affect it. And, um, you know, I want to say something about that. What is the energetic world? What is a spirit? It's an energy without a body. It's an energy looking for a host. You know, in a good way, that is the spirit of wisdom. Um, the spirit of wisdom, Proverbs 8, is really fascinating to read if you've never read it before. Um, but Proverbs talks about a female spirit is the female spirit. The wisdom is a female spirit. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. So energy is a spirit looking for a body or looking for a body to host. And hold on to that because we're going to take a commercial break right there, okay? And and we're going to come back and Michelle and I are just getting warmed up because this whole idea of surrendering to the Lord and then allowing the Holy Spirit to give us the answers really works. We'll be right back. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. 
Broadcasting live from historic West Norton Township. This is AM 1180. AM 1180. WFYL. King of Prussia. Philadelphia. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. And we're back, and uh, we were talking about, of course, how to be all in with the Lord, but we were talking about some specific things that have to do with the world of the kingdom of God, the one that you don't see every day. Michelle had mentioned, you had mentioned uh, bringing up uh, wisdom and, and as a... In the energetic world. In the, the energetic. seen world, because, you know, we don't talk a lot about, you know, the, the New Age movement has coined the word energy, and Christians and other religions are afraid of that. That word and they shouldn't be because you have to you have we have life force energy it's god the holy spirit jesus in us we have life force energy so we can't deny that and there is an energetic world i mean what is the spirit of wisdom it's an energy it is a spirit is an energy yeah and if that energy is withdrawn mm-hmm. yeah. uh you are without energy if the sun is not here you have no no light you have no energy right mm-hmm. so as we talk about these things, um, we're talking about that invisible world. Like when we pray, what happened? What actually happened? What is this vibration? What is this frequency? What is this energy? How does it actually go out and create? Do you know God made us a planet that actually reacts to our uh, what we want and the way we agree with each other and how we pray together. So God gave us an opportunity on this planet through using quantum physics and quantum laws and this whole vibration thing. Every, you're going to find out one way or the other, but you're going to find out that everything in the universe, anywhere, anytime, vibrates at a frequency. Yeah. And so depending on that frequency determines what the item is or how you feel or what you're doing. So, Michelle, let's talk more about that. Let's talk about that energy and from your perspective and how you see the energy impacting everyone's life every day. Oh, look, you've heard, how many times have you heard somebody say, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get away from that person because they're just sucking the energy out of me, right? How many times have we said things like that? It's a real thing because when somebody's talking negative, complaining, um, they they literally are lowering our frequency if we're engaging with it. So we do have to have, which is a whole nother subject, our, our armor of God on so that we can fight against that. But how many times have we felt that? We could feel the person sucking the life out of us. So energy is a real thing and we do have to address it because I think it's important. I mean, the Holy Spirit is the energy, in my opinion, the Holy Spirit, the way I see him is the energy part of God. God that lives inside of us. And so he's counseling us and he is doing that and he's a spirit. He's an energy. Yes. So let's talk about that because before you were born again, before you accepted the Lord, what was your energy? And then all of a sudden, one day a light goes off and you go, Jesus did that for me and I'm going to receive him. It changed your body chemistry. It changed who you are. Now, one of the things that the Word of God teaches us is that we are the righteousness of Christ. We are now in right standing with God. When you think you're you're right in your mind, when everything feels right, it has to affect your energy flow. Yep. And it affects everything around you. So one of the things that Michelle and I have learned and realized is that we, when we pray in the Spirit, 
and when we pray together in the Spirit, it's like a synchronizing energy force that lifts both of us up. It's like we're in a bubble. In a bubble. And I'm recommending you find someone to pray in the Spirit with because it is a very powerful force. And like we said earlier, we don't always know what to pray for. But if you have your list of things that you've written down, God's not hard of hearing. Remember, we're all waiting for God to do something, and he's waiting for us to get on board. So I, I just want to hear more from Michelle on the energy side because she deals with this every day. And, and when I talk about the invisible world or the quantum world, people kind of like scratch their head and they go, but yet it's, any scientist who's worth his salt knows there's a quantum world and they know what it is. They just don't know how to impact it. And as Christians, we've been given dominion over that. Well, the word says that every, our, how does he say it? Um, every mouth that, or every word that comes out of our mouth, it's like life or death. What's the scripture? Oh, the power of the life. The power of life and death is in your tongue. That's huge. So that is when we speak, we send out a frequency. So it's the same thing with the computer that I use, the, the um, software that I use. If you're in a state of fear, I feed frequency to fear and then it helps bring balance to that so that you no longer are in a state of fear. So when I do a, a session or a treatment, I can work on anywhere from 20 to 150 different frequencies. And it's giving your body a chance to absorb and heal itself. And it makes it easier for you to apply the word, to understand the word when your vibration is higher. Let's get a little out there with this, because I, I like to talk about the frequency that, that you that, and the way you treat people, because initially, I think you, if I understand it right, and you correct me if I'm wrong, you need to see them, get together with them, but then you can send it over. No, I don't actually have to see them one time. It uses facial recognition, so I can work on anyone, anywhere. I have clients all over the world. Wow. So, because that was the other question, like if NASA developed this and somebody's on the moon and all of a sudden they're depressed, how does the energy get from here to there? Because frequency is not bound by time and space. It's not. And so therefore... And be your cell phone. If I dial your cell phone, there's a mathematical algorithm that's written and it jumps on a radio frequency wave, bounces off a tower and goes to your phone instantaneously. And so does a text. So when we send a text across the country or across the world, you can usually count down. It usually takes four to six seconds. So you usually in my, when we, used to, when we used to televise live events and we'd shoot it up to the satellite and then shoot it across and come back to the phone on an app, it would be four or five seconds. Mm -hmm. But there is that time there, but it literally has a target. It, the, the frequent, the energy, the, well, first of all, if we're televising, you're taking, you're capturing a, a, a something on, on camera and it's going into a frequency that's going up to a satellite, coming down to a frequency. It's real. You know, we need to get this in our heads. We are created by the creator of the universe who made everything work in balance. That's right. And this energy that we're talking about is so real. So when Michelle or uh, uses what the software to temporarily adjust your frequency. It's real. It's like sending a text to your spirit. It's well, like I've actually had people ask me if it's witchcraft, and it is not witchcraft because the definition of witchcraft is to, to control another person. I'm not looking to control anyone. All I'm trying to do is give you relief and help your body with the healing process so that you can come closer to Jesus. I'm not trying to control anything about a person. No. 
and there's no negative connotation to it. So I'm not, there's no negative frequencies in the machine. No, but let me bring up that because on the witchcraft side, if you're listening to the news, if you're listening to the world, if you're listening to all the people with all their broke, busted, sick, and disgusted talk, that's that's witchcraft. And you are allowing that to go into your system, affect your whole energy field, and cause a vibration that you don't want, Mm -hmm. that you don't want, because it's attracting what you don't want. That's right. What we're talking about is adjusting that in a way that gives you the liberty, but you got to do take the liberty to get the Word of God, get it into you, and do it on a permanent basis. Trans- don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And if you work with me or you have a consultation, one of the major parts of what I do is we pray about stuff because I'm not God. And I, you know, even if you work with me, we will pray before you work with me to see if you're to work with me. So, I give God first place in everything that I do. So it, I'm not trying to decide what is best for you and what is not. Amen. So we're talking about this invisible world. You know, everybody says the Our Father, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it already is in heaven. Well, and I always say to people who are depressed or anything, how depressed do you think God lets you get in heaven? How, how broke does God want you to be in heaven? How sick and disgusted? How? No, Art, there's none of that there. That's what they all tell me. So if it's not there and he wants us to call it from there to here now, on earth as it is in heaven, you're not going to need it when you get there. Right. You need it now. So if things aren't going the way they're supposed to, there's help. And right. part of that help is a person just like Michelle. And and so back to the energy force. Um, again, can you have any examples of anyone you've worked with that maybe got turned around and it really, uh, if it, it took time, but it, they adjusted because it really helped them? Oh my goodness, yes. Um, well, I actually recently had a physical one. I had a, a woman who had a, a stroke and we did three treatments and she was walking with a cane. She, you couldn't, she had, her speech was so slurred. You couldn't hear, you couldn't understand anything she said. Um, and her face was really drooped down. Her face came back up. She wasn't slurring and she doesn't walk with, matter, walk with a cane. As a matter of fact, three days, well, I think it was, I think it was after the third treatment, she was cleaning the refrigerator. So she was back to normal. She was amazed at for what damage she had and where she was in two weeks. Now, listen, we get a lot of suggestions from doctors and we appreciate them. Absolutely. We totally appreciate them. Yes, absolutely. But don't let something be the final word. If something's going to be the final word, it needs to be the word of God. Yes. And that's what I love about what Michelle does, because with the frequency treatment, she's putting in the word. She's putting in the word and then she's praying in the spirit over her clients. We don't know how to pray for everybody, but we do know that the the, the heavenly father gave us this prayer language and this prayer frequency and it works. Do you think it works? I believe, I know it works. I know it works. I know it works. We know it works. testimonial because I had a... We just moved in a house and the plumbing went bad and I had to get have the entire house replumbed and that is when... Art and I started to pray in the spirit and miraculously the money just kept showing up and I had the money to pay the plumber and it was thousands of dollars. But somehow the Lord just said to me, don't look at your account and don't worry about it. When he asks you for a check, you will have the money. And we were praying in the spirit every day and I don't know how, but the money was always there when he needed a check and I had the money to pay him. And we don't have to know how. That's the important thing. 
You can be the smartest person in the world. If you're not taking advantage of the Holy Spirit and the energy, think about that. yes, you can. <laughs> the smartest people in the world. So I actually had a client who, I've actually had several clients who have had this epiphany. Um, sometimes when you have a lot of education, it can actually limit you because you can only believe whatever you've learned in the books. And as much as an education is absolutely fantastic, you don't want it to become a limit for you. So when you have the spirit of God and you have the education, you better look out because then you can you can not only use the information that you received from the education in the books, but you can receive for what the Holy Spirit is also telling you. Because you may have learned something, this may be a shock, but you may have learned something that actually wasn't true in your education. Well, and, and let's talk about that part for a second, because we're all brought up That's right. in error. That's the way I like to say it, because none of our parents, any of our parents, have it all together, had it all together, had it absolutely perfect. Any, every, anybody from Adam and Eve on had issues because they separated from God. Now, we're brought up and we're taught certain things. Mm -hmm. And those things that we're taught, we believe they're true. You do. You believe it's true. You believe, we believe what we were taught until we learn something else. Now, once we're born again, we're hearing this truth from the Holy Spirit. Now we confront what we used to think was true. Now, some people don't want to confront it. They just want to have what we call an opinion. And uh, they want their opinion to override any truth. So that's why when you run into family members or, or parents or anyone who refuses to change, you have to allow them the liberty to be who they Their are. Their free will. Their free will. Even God doesn't step on that. You have to love them right where they are. But that shouldn't stop you from changing and growing because it's in your growth that you can turn around and help them. That's right. Yeah, because they'll see it as an example and they will be like, I want what you have. How are you so peaceful when all these things are going on? How does everything always work out for you in the end? Yes, always work out for you in the end. And I will tell you, that's a testimony that I've learned about this woman, Michelle, <laughs> because no matter what's going on in her life, it always works out to her advantage in the end. That's right. Because first of all, when you pray, you don't quit. You don't give up. When you determine you're praying for a solution, and correct me if I'm wrong, but when we stick, stick yep. with it, the solution comes. We don't change. Well, and, you know, I've learned to control my mind during those that period from the time I say the first prayer till the time something manifests. I don't let my brain tell me what's going to happen. I repeat what I know the word says. Yeah. So I can get that outcome because that's the frequency I want to put out there. And it doesn't really matter if I believe it wholeheartedly or not. If I'm controlling my thoughts and I speak the word, the scripture for whatever I'm um, dealing with, like I, I, my favorite is, um, I wasn't given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. I say that a lot when my brain wants to go tell me something about a situation I'm in. So I'll say that scripture and instead of letting my brain think what it wants to. Yeah. And that's big. And and that's a good, what you just said, letting your brain think what it wants to. Do you think that every thought that's in your brain is something you want? How many thoughts pass through there in a day? Well, the word says, um, take every thought captive and make it be obedient to Christ. It doesn't say, mm, well, maybe you should make it be obedient. Well, it might be, it might behoove you to. It says, take it, take every thought captive and make it be obedient to Christ. And we're so detached in society right now. 
I mean, look at the things we have going on. We're not self-aware at all. So we're not paying attention. What are you, you have to think about what you're thinking about on purpose. Because the word says, take every thought captive, make it be obedient to Christ. Because if you keep a thought there, then it's it has a frequency and it resonates at that frequency and it attracts more of what you don't want. And none of us wants what we don't want. That's right. Right? Get rid of what you don't want and make room for what you do want. That's right. Now, what you do want is to write, first of all, decide what you want. And we were talking about that earlier. That could be the hardest thing because you really don't want to want the wrong thing, right? So you want to know some revelation, right? What I love to say to the Lord is, give me some, give me revelation on whatever it is I don't know about. Yeah, give me revelation because I don't know what I don't know. And and that's the truth. We don't know what we don't know. But He does. But He does, and we welcome that so that we can make a decision. Yes. Base a quality decision. Now, once we make a decision and once we agree that that's what the target is, that's what the prayer is, then what happens? We don't back off. No, that's right. We don't. And we don't, another note, we don't discuss it over and over and over. No discussion. We just, we let it be. We control our own thoughts about it, each one of us. Now, if we do have a thought, if we do have something come up and we need to talk about it, we do. But for the most part, once we say we make a decision and we agree on it, we pray in the spirit, we let go of whatever it is. And and we let the Lord bring the solution or, you know, the resolution or the revelation to us. Exactly. And and so knowing what you want is very important to write it down and write it in great detail and write it clearly. Mm. In Habakkuk, it says, write it clearly so he who reads it can run with it. That means, as sometimes I write things kind of quick, can't read my own writing. Ever had that happen? So what happens is we want to write it clearly so every day you can quickly, if you want to, glance at it and go, thank you, Lord. Thank you. And that's the next phase is to get into thanksgiving and praise. But the uh, the invisible world is what we're talking about. All day, every day. And if you're detached from it, then you are not, you know, um, you're not living a Christ-centered life. It's not, you're not living out the will of God because he doesn't want us to be in chaos and turmoil in our lives. You know, there's periods of times we go through that, but that's not supposed to be our everyday life all day, every day. So we do want to, yes, absolutely. Now let's talk about the atmosphere in a home. Okay. Because somebody who, who, in their home, you got kids, you got the relationship, <clears throat> you got all these different things coming in, bombarding you, which affects the energy in a house or in a home. So sometimes you can walk into the home and you can feel it. I mean, yeah. you can feel it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, do you, and sometimes you feel yourself protecting yourself from that. And maybe you get tense. You don't even realize you're tightened up. You got memory, muscle memory coming from thoughts, from feelings, from people and energy. Yeah. <clears throat> Can you treat a whole home? Yep. <laughs> and that's packed. I treat homes. I treat doctor's offices. I've had um, cancer clinics that I treat because one of the things that the doctors notice is that um, that there's like a sense of hopelessness and it actually starts to wear off on the employees. So um, if I do a treatment on the cancer center, the employees' morale and their feelings are much lighter and brighter. Um, and that's from doctors of a cancer center. I have many clients whom I do their homes because let's say 
you know, you've got five people living in a house. That's a lot of different energy and a lot of different belief systems living in one space. So I do clean homes as well. Again, that's like a, a picture. I've actually done people's cars. I do horses, cats, dogs, um, bunny rabbits, all types of anything that has energy can be treated. Very amazing, mm -hmm. you know, but to, now you think about it and you, you go through your house, somebody's coming to visit and you take an air freshener and you're, you're spraying the air to make it smell better. Right. How about, how about changing the energy? Okay. The actual atmosphere. <laughs> the actual atmosphere okay. Because, you know, and of course you can do that with praise. Okay. If you get your family together and you're praising the Lord and thanking him, you, right. you can fix that house and get it ready for guests. That's right. But if you don't have time to do that and you don't know that that's something you should do, you want to call and have Michelle on your side because it makes a huge difference. Michelle, what else can we talk about regarding the invisible world that affects people every day? Because... <clears throat> Do you feel that the biggest enemy a lot of people have is themselves? I'm oh like condemning God. themselves. Well, condemning themselves or, you know, we tend to be victimized. We have a victim mindset and it's actually from our own choices. So we will, you know, blame somebody else for us making a choice, a bad choice with our own life, or we blame God for that. I know I've been a big fan of doing that in the past. I would make bad decisions and then I would say, okay, Lord, you know, why are you letting this happen to me? But he's... I, my free will picked the choice that I picked. And then I had to, he helped me walk through the consequences of that. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's absolutely, um, you know, we can be in a victim state of mind and that kind of comes back to what your heart belief systems are. So that's also another type of work I do within the treatment, um, heart healing it's called. So yes, there's, there's. How does that work? So heart healing looks like once I do the treatment and I've worked with you for, you know, six or eight weeks, I can kind of get a theme of what's happening and I can look to see where do you feel victimized in your life. And then we can trace that back to usually to their childhood. Um, and then we can release vows that they've made or judgments that they have or um, whatever the heart belief system is that's that's wrong, we can release that. And that really improves a person's energetic body because they are totally changing the atmosphere around them by changing their heart belief system because it changes them from the inside out. Do you limit people on how many times they can call you or talk to you, like sessions no. that you said, no, okay, it's up to them. Yeah, it's totally up to, well, we talk about what their goal is. You know, what are they calling me for? Then we pray. So first thing that happens is they call me and we schedule a consultation. Once the consult, in the consultation, we will discuss what is it that they need help with. And then we will pray about that as to what that looks like. And I may even have them pray, like, you know, you pray a number, ask God to give you a number of sessions that we should start with. And then we start with those those sessions. Very good. Wow. Remember, we're talking about the invisible world. Now, faith, now faith, Hebrews, right? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Why do we need evidence of things not seen if there aren't things that are unseen. That's right. Okay? So faith has eyes to see the invisible. Faith sees what you can't. So when we call things that are not as though they are, we are aligning. Like, let's say Michelle and I have a goal and we call things together whenever two or more agree, right? Right. There's a certain energy that's now compounding together that wasn't there separately, 
that enables it to, to, for God's word to say, it will not return void and you will have what you say. Right. So when we agree as to touching anything, it's done. Now, it's done in the invisible world, in the frequency world, in the quantum world, but now we're still waiting for it to manifest here and, and the physical world. So while we're waiting in the physical world for it to manifest, we think, praise God. Praise, worship, um, have fun. Have fun. Live your life and Give have up fun. the word. Yes, yes. Cast like your care. Right? That's right. Be, that's right. right. Like, A little kid says to his dad for Christmas, this is what I want. He doesn't run back and, well, that's not true. He runs back and tells him a hundred times. <laughs> but he. Well, that's knock, 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 knock. <laughs> yeah. You know, right? Yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah. But, but like Michelle said, so act like a kid and relax. Give it up. Yes. How, how long are you going to beat the fact that you're a victim to, the, you know, stop being the victim and realize you were given dominion over everything on this earth? You Leave and your mind. What's that? Including your own mind. Ink boy. And there's where it starts because mm -hmm. the whole garden got messed up when the mind got messed up. And so the Garden of Eden, your Garden of Eden, needs to be replenished. And it starts by renewing your mind. And then it drops into the heart. And as a person thinks in their heart, as a man or woman thinks in their heart, so are they. Yes. So, Michelle, in the last couple minutes here in wrapping this up, you know, I, I think we've answered a lot of questions in the, about the frequency and the invisible world, but there's no fear here, right? Like, there's nothing to fear in what we're talking about. It's just totally an, a, a channel by which they can be helped if they need help. Yes, that's exactly right. There is nothing to fear. Um, we're not, like, again, we're not using any kind of witchcraft. This is just a a science-based program. Somebody sat down and figured out the frequency. If your liver resonated at 100 megahertz, which I'm making that up, I don't know. But if it if that's what it's healthy, they put that in the computer and that's what we're trying to give you. So we're not trying to change anything at all about your makeup. We're just trying to make it resonate at its highest capacity so that your body can continue to heal itself on a daily basis. And you draw close to Jesus so you know how to take care of yourself. Because all the mentoring I do is because God has worked these things out in me personally. So any testimony I give is because I've already gone through this process myself. Michelle is a walking testimony. And the Lord loves her. He loves you. He loves all of us. He wants us to have and live our best life. He wants us to enjoy what Michelle said, to have fun. Yes. That is the kingdom of God. That is what it's all about. So true. So we're coming to an end of this week. I want to thank you for really taking your time to be here today because I'm hoping to do a lot more with Michelle and a lot more uh, more series on this type of talk. I don't think we talk enough about the quantum world, the invisible world. And now we're in an age where we can understand how prayer actually can work. Yes, God's behind it all. We're not taking him out, but he's given you and I the authority to use his name. And on the next time we get together, we're going to talk about the authority of the name of Jesus and how it works in our life and how it can work in your life. So praise the Lord in between. We'll see you next week on All In. It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time.